Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome back to CamFest 2021. We are bringing you from the documentary, The Race Epidemic, Tony Xu and Ron Wong. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, we want to start by letting the audience know what the race epidemic is all about. Uh, Either one of you wants to chime in. Well, the race epidemic is about the racism that is the epidemic in America. And it gives a historical perspective of focusing in on the AAPI community, kind of a historical perspective of our challenges, xenophobia, and brings us present day, uh, given what happened during COVID and how Asian Americans are now being attacked on the streets but it tries to give a historical perspective and a context in terms of a pattern of racism that not only AAPI's face, but other people of color have faced in America. We started this film three years ago and three years ago, there weren't any um, you know, film at the time about Asian racism. And I wanted to do this film at the time because um, I wanted my kids to understand that being an Asian in America, they will grow up to face some bias. So we, so that was the reason actually we started this film project and started this journey three years ago. And a couple years later, COVID hit and we didn't, you know, didn't know it was gonna be like this, but unfortunately this film becomes so relevant and timely that, you know, it's happening everywhere. And our film, you know, is kind of um, talking about what is happening right now. I think a lot of people are going to watch this film and, you know, maybe non-Asian American people are going to watch this film and maybe be surprised at all of these stories because we never get taught them. Um, But as Asian Americans, we are not surprised at all. And there's so many more to share. Um, So I'm I'm curious to to know how you chose what you were going to focus on. And are you thinking of maybe continuing this as a series? Because there's just so much more to tell. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, We have so much footage. You know, as you know, with documentaries, I have to choose, uh, you know, certain footage to fit into this narrative, but we have so much other footages that, um, that is relevant to what's going on. And I feel like we have three or four more films in our footages, and I hope we can continue to tell our story. Right, and there, there are both positive stories, obviously, that are happening every day uh, within our API community. But I think the main story, if we had the opportunity to, to do a series is, to show the relevance between different ethnic communities. We all have different experiences, even the APIs. There's a big difference between Chinese Americans who came three, four generations ago, even Chinese Americans that come from Taiwan or Hong Kong more recently and 
and the Hmong community in Minnesota, all, all over this country, there are different stories, but there is a common theme that at a certain point, we're all gonna get grouped together and our loyalty um, will come into question and whether we're loyal to America or we're the perpetual foreigner because of the faith that we have. But I think, you know, that is not only limited to APIs, right? Obviously, you know, in, in shooting this film in, this, in the last six months, I'm sure there's countless examples of um, police harassment of African-Americans and, and Latinos and synagogues being targeted. All of those things go on in America on a daily basis. So we need to bridge these communities, bridge our own community and, and educate people. Um, and in, in just showing the film to folks, you know, it's surprising to us, Tony and I, who, who are, you know, not of, we're older. So Vincent Chen was something that we lived through. And a lot of younger people don't know them. And I think it is a really good story because, you, you know, as Tony mentioned, we had a lot of different material to sift through. But Vincent Chin was a good example of, of the racism that Asians face because, you know, he was, they thought he was a Japanese American and, and it was like the economic fears that made him a target. Um, so they're all going to see us as the same and attack us on those basis. Um, and right now it's the Chinese because of, you know, the per perception that they cause coronavirus, evidently. I also wanted to say that uh, a few years ago, when we were doing this film, we also were shooting some segments uh, at what was going on two years ago that, you know, um, many uh, Latino was facing racism at the time mm. with all their um, talk about build the wall and all, the, all of them taking our jobs. Uh, they're causing crimes. So I just, at the time, we showed the similarities between minority group being, you know, um, being targeted. You know, uh, one is first is Latinos and then, you know, or uh, 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 Muslims and mm -hmm. now is Asians. So there are similarities between uh, minority groups being targeted, you know, uh, for for many reasons yeah it's it's historically the same political rhetoric uh but just aiming at a different people of color every what 10 years five years right. last the last four years mm -hmm. um and still happening go ahead ron no i i just want to say that exactly that it's 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 the flavor of the month or the year it's like whoever uh the country or political leaders feel um the most insecure about and <laughs> I, I think it's it's good to know because a lot of people don't know our own history and, and, and that's why we decided on this film to focus on Asians, right? And as you mentioned, I think it was Angela at the beginning. Yeah, this could be a series looking at all these different things, but you know, we only had 60 minutes, but there's so much of our own history that we don't understand or know about. Like there were riots in the 1870s in both San Francisco Chinatown and LA Chinatown. And those were caused because of uh, they thought the Chinese were taking jobs away in the same rhetoric that they mm. talked about uh, Latinos, right? And they burned down Chinatown in both the two major cities, uh, lynched people, right? And those that was caused by working class, uh, working class whites, right? The Irish in San Francisco and, and down here in LA. Um, and um, it's again, a fear, loss of jobs, insecurity about the economy and then scapegoating. 
Yeah. And, and a question I don't have written down, but this is kind of coming up while we chat about this is um, also the culture of shame, I think, uh, within Asian communities and, and not talking about this history um, and just keeping your head down and working because you're the model minority. So I, I, through this film, I appreciate you bringing up some of these histories because I'm, I'm not completely aware of the whole history around um, xenophobia and, 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 and all of it. So thank you for, for bringing them back up and, and bringing them to our attention. Um, and talking about timing, Tony, you know, you guys started this three years ago, but then uh, it's coming out now, which is perfect timing, I think. And you had, you cut in some shots and B-roll of the insurrection, uh, which I think is really important that kind of rounds out the film was, how did that happen? <laughs> How did that timing happen for you guys? I, I think we were finishing up our last cut um, right before COVID. And then COVID oh. hit and everything shut down. So there was nothing much we could do. A lot of the festivals was shut down. We got into some festivals, but it was shut down. So um, we couldn't you know, do much about it. And at the time, um, Trump started calling this uh, you know, COVID Chinese virus. And that's when we become alert that this, this is not good because, and then you have few incidents starting to happen with Asians being, you know, called names or spit on. And, and we, me and Ron talk about, this is very important because we, we need to focus on what's happening or what's gonna happen um, in a few months. So we, we actually started working focusing on uh, racism toward Asian and what we think might happen in a few months. And that was last year. And we actually finished the cut of this film in December. <laughs> and, and at the time, uh, it wasn't as bad as right now, but then it started, all these violent incidents started to happen in February. But we finished the film in, in uh, December and we were just, overwhelmed just like oh my god this is we kind of pre you know i don't want to say we we predicted but in a way we kind of foreseeing what's happened since we were working on the whole year but again like you said many people were surprised but me and ron wasn't that surprised because we knew this was coming you know on on the heels of the the january what happened on january 6th i like that the film touches on how certain terms like freedom and, and patriot and even just the American flag itself is triggering um, to brown people because it's, it has ties to a, a country that was not built for people like us to succeed in. So um, I think that's a really important point um, because those, those things are triggering to me does not make me any less of an American or not, you know, proud and, and happy to be from here. It's just, you know, I often get tied to these instances that um, that are happening because of their hate for brown people. Right. I think that's the important point. That's the important takeaway. It, it, and that is, you know, and that's why the, the movie ends with Reagan, of all people, saying that, you know, you can come. They welcome this. If we if this were another country, this is why this we have to work for it every day. And like you just said, Angela, we have to fight for this democracy because in a way they got caught in their own rhetoric, right? They said, come here, work. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. liberty. We'll put those words on. We'll put those words into a declaration of independence. 
oh no, they're holding us accountable to those words. Well, that means we have to be ready to fight for them because there's a good chunk of this country where those words fall flat and it's meaningless to them, even though we put those in our, in our governing documents, as I think someone in the movie referred to. You know, those are our principles. You can come to America, you, can, you have a chance. If they didn't mean them, they shouldn't have said them. And that's how they're caught, right? They're caught and we have to hold them accountable. And, and the other part to that is not only are they caught, but we've made America great. I mean, the contributions that um, every person that has come here, every stripe um, to, to build this country and to, to work the land when others wouldn't do it, um, that's what's made this the greatest country on earth. And, and we need to like remember that as we move forward. And also, I think that's all the ending. I have the shot of the Asian boy being American um, because I want people to know Asian are Americans. You know, we call ourselves Asian Americans, but we are Americans. So uh, that's what I want people to walk out of the theater, um, get when they walk out of the theater or walk out of the movie that um, they got participate in this democracy and they have to fight for mm -hmm. you have to fight for your right i mean asians you know we're you know programmed to be you know silent working hard keep your head down but we we have to speak up you know we belong here yes thank you so much uh, a really important documentary we hope it's shown everywhere at, in every school and we hope every that you school. and i hope that you put out many more i know you're probably tired you, you just finished this one but but we really need more of these stories to be told so thank you for all of your hard work again we've been speaking to tony shu and ron wong from the documentary the race epidemic thank, thank you, you so guys. much thank you guys If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show is edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.